Hi, I'm Terry Handy. Welcome to Fearing Excite, the podcast where I share ideas and tips to help property managers and business owners better connect with their clients and reduce the drama in their day. Now, management fees are always a hot topic for anyone in property management, but I feel there's like even more discussion around it at the moment for obvious reasons, because just like with most things, our costs are increasing and it's getting pretty expensive to run a PM business. And the key word here is that B word. A property management department is a business and most people create a business to make money or if that is not the goal, unless they've got huge amounts of disposable income, even if you're not a not-for-profit organisation, you need to be able to at least cover your costs. But so many agencies are hesitant to increase their fees. We think about it a lot. We talk about it way more than we realise. And you could actually use the word obsessed to describe our interest in what our competitors are charging. We even poo-poo someone if we think they're undercharging. When it comes to the crunch, many business owners are hesitant to actually push the button and increase their management fees, particularly for existing clients. So even though it would make a huge difference to their profit levels and increase the value of their rent roll and allow them to invest in better resources for their team, and even though every other professional and, let's face it, unprofessional service outside our industry regularly increases their prices on an annual basis. So what is it that stops us doing it? Why is our industry so hesitant? Because I'm not sure about you, but these all seem like pretty good reasons to me for actually increasing our fees. And from the many conversations I've had over the years with agencies from all different areas, I found that you know, the ones that are offered up, well, there's actually a whole heap that are offered up for what is holding back a real estate agency owner from actually doing this simple task. So they're usually worried about upsetting or losing long-term clients, which is understandable. Sometimes they're concerned that the team's going to want a pay rise if they hear that they're making more money. I get that. And then others will feel like they don't actually have the resources to deal with all the issues that are going to come to the surface. And many will even say to me, look, I don't have time to do it myself and there's actually nobody else that could manage it. Mm. I don't always agree with that one. Another good one is our market is very competitive and our clientele won't pay higher. It's different to other areas. Okay. And I was actually even surprised when someone said to me one day, our Google reviews, they're just not good enough to warrant an increase. Um, we're working on those and then we'll be able to yeah, actually roll this out. So look, guys, I'm not sure about you, but I'm pretty sure your existing clients are not the ones that are doing too much Googling of you, but well, you never know. And another interesting one that I heard was, we'll be the most expensive in our area if we do that. Okay. Now, I've got news for anyone that is worried about that little chestnut. Somebody has to be the most expensive, so why not you? There's actually a really good book with that very title, which may help you feel a little better about being more expensive than your competitors. And Aussie wrote it, and it's actually really enjoyable to listen to as an audio book as well. But you know what? Somebody does have to be the most expensive, so why can't it be you? Look, there's many reasons or many more reasons that I could share that I've heard, and you know, some of them are incredibly valid. But what I've found is there is a pretty consistent message or, or theme that comes up whenever I am talking about increasing fees with someone and, you know, and they're a little bit resistant. And that is actually one of fear and shame. 
Now, that may sound a little dramatic, but let me put some context around what I mean by this, because real estate agents are not normally known for being timid little creatures who are embarrassed about what they do. Being fearful is a normal human reaction to doing something that we don't know what the outcome is going to be, and we're pretty sure that we're going to feel uncomfortable when we're doing it. You may personally call it um, being anxious or worried or even a little concerned, but basically what it is is fear. And when that totally normal human feeling is combined with another incredibly human feeling, that one of embarrassment or guilt or aka shame, then what most people tend to do is avoid the situation at all costs. They justify all the reasons why something isn't a good idea, even if they know it's the correct thing to do. They procrastinate. Because telling a long-term client who's entrusted you to be responsible for the care of their very important asset, but perhaps hasn't had the best experience at times, you know, you're a little embarrassed about that, that you're going to actually charge them more, well, that's never going to be easy. It's a tough conversation, but it's also a critical one. So when someone tells me that their profit levels have taken a deep dive or that their costs are getting out of hand and that they're stuck because they actually just can't afford to lose clients if they increase their fees, what they're really saying is, I'm not confident that we're delivering value. I'm a little embarrassed. I'm a little ashamed. And I'm pretty sure my clients aren't happy. That's the other thing they're telling me. And that I'm scared to give them a reason to leave. I'd rather just stick my head in the sand or go out there and sell a couple more houses. You know, that, that's what I'll do. Mm. I think, does anyone relate to that? Because I know that I, that's been me in the past. Now, the other thing I'd like you to consider is that if it was easy, if whacking your fees up every year could just happen without any pushback or consequence, then everybody, everybody would be doing it and it wouldn't matter what your costs were. We wouldn't be having this conversation, but that's not the world that we live in. So if you found yourself groaning when you are looking at your P&L or are trying to find some hidden expenses you can trim to help make your numbers a little more palatable, then it might be time to consider increasing your fees. Now you can take baby steps initially so that the process is not as scary and overwhelming as it might seem. You don't just have to rip that band-aid off and suffer the consequences. It doesn't have to be dramatic and painful. But you do need to take action or nothing will change. So action creates clarity. Remember that. So here's a couple of tips to help you get started. So the first one is ensure you're covering all your marketing costs. Seems like such a simple thing, but I see it all the time. Subsidizing or providing free advertising quickly eats into your profit margin. The hardest part is often getting the team on board and overcoming their fear of having an uncomfortable conversation. And guys, a team I work with increased their advertising charge from $440 to $550 this year, and there was not a peep from their clients. The BDM was the one that actually winched the most about, you know, rather than the people who are actually paying for the increase. Uh, another thing could be to audit your processes to ensure you're charging everything you're supposed to be. Review what is already on your management authority and ensure it's, it's actually happening. Like an agency um, I worked with a few years ago discovered that they hadn't charged their clients for marketing for over six months. They were thousands and thousands of dollars out of pocket and nobody had noticed. Now they'd had a change in PM and he didn't realize he was actually supposed to be doing this step manually. And with another portfolio, their rent increases were happening 
but their rent was actually, or the rents were well below what the market was suggesting. So instead of increasing it, they, they were actually like 40 to $60 per property less than they should have been. They were only, the team were only increasing 10 or $20 and they should have been increasing 40 and $50. So there was $10,000 a year that this agency was missing out on because, because of this, you know, they, they just didn't pay attention to the right things. Not to mention the income that their owners were missing out on, Like they're not going to be happy. Another thing you could do, and I really strongly suggest that you do this, is work out what your bright line is, or um, you might call it a water level. The minimum monthly income a property needs to be bringing in for you to not only meet your costs, but also your profit requirements. Now, it might be $125 a month. It might be $180 a month. But whatever it is, that is then now the minimum commission that you will charge for all new business moving ahead. Now, if you feel like you've got all your ducks in a row when it does come to charging um, what's currently on your authority and you are recovering all your marketing costs and your properties are achieving market rent and yeah, and you've got your expenses under control, but you're still finding that your profit is dipping below where it needs to be, then it's time to increase your fees. Now, you can do this in a couple of different ways, um, either introduce new fees or increase your current ones. Both strategies can work well depending upon what your goal is. Now, I know the obvious goal is to bring in more money, but as an example, you might also want to improve the value of your rent roll. And in this instance, the best place to start is to raise the average commission you're charging across the portfolio rather than, say, introducing an end of financial year statement fee. The important thing to remember, though, is that unless you get past the desire to avoid some uncomfortable conversations or potentially upset someone because you have a sneaky suspicion that they're not entirely satisfied, then your situation is never going to change. So if you've been thinking about doing this for a while but actually haven't like bitten the bullet, you need to ask yourself, what is it that is actually stopping you, me, maybe that I got that around the wrong way, sorry. If it's just because you don't want to have to explain why your fees have gone up, then you need to get past that. If you're in real estate, you can handle a couple of tricky conversations. And if you'd like some help in increasing the management fees in your portfolio, you might be interested in this. I'm running an online workshop in a few weeks on the 26th of October, actually, to be exact, where I'll be sharing how to actually do it, how to go about increasing your fees. We'll cover how to identify who should receive an increase and how much, how to communicate the increase to your clients and how to deal with any fallout or pushback you might receive. So it's the framework I've used with a number of different agencies recently to help them increase their fees. And it's actually achieved some really great results. I'd love to see you there. You can find the details on our website, pmxsite.com. And if you are keen to connect with your clients more, be sure to check out our membership, PM Connect. We have some great resources for agencies to use including a pretty detailed case study of a fee increase project that we ran with a, a Victorian property management department. They had some really good results. Now, enjoy your week and I'll talk to you next time.